everybody. Welcome to the Talking Heartland show. And this is a show where we're looking at back episodes of the Heartland TV show. And we are starting season 13. This is so fun. It's season 13, episodes one, two, and three. And we have special guest. Michelle is gone this week. She is out at the uh, Outlander Expo in Scotland. It looked pretty epic. Uh, so she's having the time of her life. And uh, we will be excited to have her back next week. But in her stead, we have Jess is here. Hi, everybody. Yes. And our friend Micah is back. Thanks, Micah, for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me on, Rachel. Yes. Um, so Jess, since your first time being on Talking Heartland, uh, why don't you introduce yourself uh, as far as tell people what your connection is to the show and also to horses, uh, your expertise. Yeah, so I actually have like a very long uh, history, I guess, with um, the show and like the content. So I grew up reading the Heartland books. Um, oh, wow. I started reading them, I think, in fifth grade. And it was like my favorite series. I read all of them. I was like obsessed with it. I even like wrote the author. <laughs> like I was like a total like little fangirl. Um and reading the books actually, I think, really sparked my love of horses. And so um, I took riding lessons a little bit at that age, but not for very long. Um, but my love of horses still stayed even after that. And so when I was adult, I kind of was like, okay, well, I really want to recommit back to this passion. And so I've been, yeah, getting back to riding. And um, yeah, it's been really, really fun. And then I was so excited when um, I knew they were going to start the show back in however long ago that was. <laughs> yeah. um, it was so nostalgic, like right from like the opening like credits or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was so nostalgic. Um, yeah. And I thought they did a really good job with like casting and kind of how they set the show up, like compared to the books. So I was very pleased back then. And when you compete on the horse, do you do the jumping? What do you, what do you do? What do you compete Yeah, in? so I ride English. So it's okay. um, closer to what Georgie does with Phoenix. I do jumping, not as high as she does. I'm not quite um, that brave <laughs> yet. <laughs> I stay usually around two feet. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, so I do mostly jumping and like basic dressage. Mm -hmm. Do you have a horse that is like your horse that they, or that you ride? Um, I don't have one of my own, unfortunately, because they're so expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have, there's three that I ride at the barn and, um, yeah, they're all, they're all very different personalities. Mm -hmm. One's very much like a little puppy dog that would just loves you to, no matter who you are. Um, and then one I started riding recently, he's, um, a thoroughbred who had been left to sit for a long time. So he's got more of a, an opinion about things and he's definitely more of a challenge, but mm -hmm. I really I like that challenge. It's been really yeah. good for me. That's cool. That's interesting. Um, Micah, have you ever uh, gone horseback riding? Have you ever done anything like that? Unfortunately not, but um, ever since I started watching Heartland, something I've wanted to do, but mm -hmm. um, it's kind of hard in Indiana to find those connections, honestly. Yeah. So. I've gone horseback riding twice in my life. <laughs> um, and the the main time was was when I we went to this ranch called the Rock and Our Ranch uh, for this family reunion and it was not for me I I don't know, I didn't love this this whole place and this whole activity and but I was trying to be a good sport and uh, they they advertised they were having an introductory ride and I thought it was just going to be like around the track you know like or something like that no it was like fairly intense i thought for it a first ride you had to go down this like ravine and we were going through like a creek at a certain point i was like <laughs> um, it was it was pretty intense uh but <laughs> i got through it and the only reason i got through it was because my uh my little brother who's 16 years younger than me was on the horse in front of me and i was like i can't be more of a wuss than my little brother <laughs> so I made it through <laughs> there that's you the, go that's the motivation yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I was it, I was when I was like 23 24 and so he was like significant he was like little you know at the time anyway <laughs> I was just like, 
Oh, it was an experience. I ended up for most of that vacation. I watched the nanny with my sister in our room. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, but it's, uh, this, the first episode we're talking about is snakes and ladders. And I actually don't really know why it's called snakes and ladders. Um, I don't remember. Was there a snake even in the episode? Uh, but um, I assume Kirk is supposed to be the, I guess, the quote, snake. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know exactly. Yeah. Where the, the ladder. That would be like, they're supposed to be like climbing like a difficult ladder. If you get what I'm saying, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something. I don't know. But anyway, it's a disgruntled horse owner causes problems for Ty and Amy's business. Jack offers to teach Luke to ride a horse and Lisa is regretting the decision to let Tim stay at Heartland. So Micah, overall, what'd you think of this episode? Uh, it was a great premiere. Um, I feel like um, we talk, uh, you guys have talked a lot about this, how a lot of storylines kind of made the episode seem all over the place, but not in this mm-hmm. one. I just feel like less storylines kind of like grounded the episode better. And it definitely felt like classic Heartland. I love seeing Luke on the ranch. It's definitely a highlight. And then Amy and Ty's business is something really cool to like finally see happening. So yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think this was a really strong premiere. I have just loved everything with Luke. Uh, I, ever since he first got introduced, I just loved him. I loved the performance by the child actor. I loved the bond between Ty and Luke a lot. And I also loved the scenes in this episode between Jack and Luke. Uh, they do such a good job with, with child casting in this, uh, in this show. I think it's really good. Uh, and I don't know, I just love that whole plot line. I think it's great. What'd you think, uh, Jess? Yeah, I agree. I really like this episode and Luke is probably one of my favorite parts. Cause I think like every time, you know, he has like a storyline there, there's kind of this nice conversation that happens to someone, whether it's with Ty or with Jack. And I feel like you always leave it feeling you kind of like learn something or something really yeah. touches you. So that's, I really am enjoying that um, in these episodes, having Luke's storylines. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Tim is legitimately the worst in this episode. We talk a lot just on this show about Tim being the worst, but he is terrible in this episode. Like, honestly, if they've just allowed him back in the house, what are you doing? Drinking the milk out of the carton? And oh my I mean, gosh. Like, he's a grown up. He should know that, especially someone like Lisa, is not going to like that. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's just, uh, and then he's all huffing. He's like, I'm moving out. And you're just, oh, Tim. He is the worst. But honestly, he, even though he is the worst, he never really quite annoys me. I just find him very humorous. (laughs) Just like, wow. I mean, and Chris Potter does a good job with the performance. Definitely don't get me wrong. But I'm just, I mean, he's complaining about Lisa's lasagna and then drinking the milk out of the the carton, drinking too much of their coffee. It's just like, what are you, 13? I mean, come on. (laughs) Still living the bachelor life. Yeah. (laughs) Just go into your RV. You're better off there. I mean, oh. Um, and then we also have uh, this guy, Kirk, as we talked about, that uh, is a total bully and he has a horse that's a total bully with Sarge. <clears throat> and I don't know about you, Jess, but I'm always just absolutely amazed at what they're able to get these horses to do. I mean, unbelievable. And this episode was really I'm just amazing what they're able to get Sarge to do to be able to behave like that. But then also when they've got the, like the makeup work that they did on the horses to those cysts and things and Mm -hmm. yeah, for Phoenix and the frothing of the mouth and that's rough. Yeah. They, they definitely, I feel like I really want to go like behind the scenes and see like how they work with these horses because it, I feel like that's like probably the biggest challenge of like, especially with horse shows is like, you know, you're working with a horse. It's not an actor. And you have to like, you're trying to present like a horse that doesn't have these problems. 
um and now you're trying to put them in a movie saying like oh it it had has this problem or whatever it's like, yeah. gotta be like such a challenge yeah I'm very curious to see like their process for that yeah so basically they bring surge on and then they find out that phoenix uh is they want to quarantine him at the airport because of uh he's been in uh contam he's been contaminated exposed to this uh vesiculitis vesicular stomatis uh and but they convince them to allow them to bring him home but then sarge becomes infected it's a big mess uh mike what do you think about all of this well i don't understand how they would be allowed to quarantine phoenix at heartland just because there's so many risks of like him coming in contact with other horses at the airport they'll probably have him like separate from everything you know so i don't understand how uh like they were allowed to do that i mean i get it for the show but that didn't make any sense to me um right but yeah um yeah definitely it's like a huge mess i feel like there was a quarantine storyline like really early on like in the early seasons um so it kind of felt like a repeat to that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting, I guess, overall. Yeah, I feel like there was something with Spartan early on, way early on. Mm-hmm. And it'd be quarantine. Yeah, I think you're right. I forgot about that. But uh, but yeah, I mean, does do you think, Jess, does Kirk have a point here to be kind of ticked off? I think so. I mean... You know, I don't deal with like equine illnesses very often, but you know, if if I had been in, in like knowing the number of horses they have at their their ranch and like that they're all client horses, I do feel like it was a really big risk to bring a horse that could be potentially carrying something back to the ranch. I don't feel like many actual owners would have made that choice, mm-hmm. and so I think Kirk had a point. And like when they were maintaining, they didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, well, you kind of did because you didn't have to bring him home. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. I could I could see why he's so upset. I think that that he I maybe takes it a step too far when he's out like trolling them and and yeah. also I mean he was trolling them, which got them to accept his horse to begin with. Yeah, that's not right. Good. And he yeah. had unrealistic expectations to begin with to make a horse, depending on what the horse's issues were, giving them only a week. That's not enough time to do anything with a horse. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's barely enough time for the horse to get acclimated to its new surroundings. Yeah, yeah, so. agreed. I mean, she's a miracle worker, but, but <laughs> something's even miracle. out of her hands. <laughs> uh, so I absolutely loved the all the scenes between Jack and Luke. Jack says he can teach anyone how to ride. If you're going to be a part of this family, you need to know how to ride. And it was just so cute. I mean, anything time that Luke has been with boots, that has been just absolutely precious. But then, but then the added of Luke with boots, learning to ride boots with Jack, it was great. I loved it. And Jack says, when you can't control something, you lose it. You don't feel like you can control boots. Riding like many things in life has to do with trust. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I loved, oh, loved that. It was so cute. And and Luke says, he's okay with me, isn't he? He wants me to like riding him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what is that like when you're first trying to teach somebody to ride? Uh, How does that usually go, uh, you think, Jess? Um, I mean, I think it kind of depends on on the the child or the person. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's a big learning curve. You know, you're working with an animal that doesn't speak your language. um and so especially for younger children you know they have to learn the amount of like pressure to use like not too much not too little and like kind of finding that balance of how to communicate with this 1200 pound animal um it takes a lot of time um so I do feel like that was like one critique I'm like at the end it was super cute but I'm like a little a little too much probably for a child who's never ridden to be like out cantering by himself (laughs) right so yeah. if, you're, if you're a young child watching this show that's not realistic expectation of where you're going to be unless um, you're going to the rock in our ranch where they take you like down ravines <laughs> your first time yeah but i mean yeah i mean i think you know for most kids it's it's definitely a process but i mean 
to be able to walk around and trot and stuff i mean it's it's not that bad for them i don't yeah. think yeah uh it, it was really cute i mean and he's trying to teach him like the difference between like how much pressure to put on the reins and on your uh on your feet and all that stuff i'm sure takes a lot of practice mm-hmm. um so you have georgie with phoenix a lot um she has to wear the mask um so she doesn't get sick uh but she asks if she can stay in the loft to be near phoenix and it was just interesting, you know, with all the controversy, mask, mask, mask now, you know, to watch this. Like, it was just, I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting, yeah. uh, but uh, it was tough to watch before, Phoenix with those big before COVID happened. So I, oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they were wearing masks. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was kind of ironic, but, um, but yeah, Phoenix with those big blisters, that was tough. Mm-hmm. Tough to watch um but there's uh, they're playing like musical chairs with the rooms going on <laughs> this and it does kind of remind me remind me of on the cosby show there was always they always wanted to have a child character in the house right and so they would come up once rudy had gotten too old they would come up with all of these solutions for keeping one of the older kids in the house Sandra or Denise and they it would always be these really highfalutin ridiculous reasons why you know these grown women with children and families needed to live at home um, and I feel like that's kind of what they're doing here on Heartland is they they need reasons to keep both Lou and Amy in the house or house adjacent as long as possible because they mm-hmm. want to have the kids there Right. with jack to interact so that's i think why we're having all this musical chairs with housing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but basically they decide that they're going to have georgie be and amy and ty uh ty's loft you have georgie in the loft tim in the rv amy <laughs> amy and ty and luke and Lindy and then Lou and Katie all and Jack and Lisa all in the main house <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> it's a lot it's gonna be busy um, and I mean at the beginning we find out that uh that Tim has been bothering the architect Lee and uh their house um and an Amy and Ty's house <laughs> and he says at the end I'm gonna be here <laughs> I'll be on site. <laughs> Poor Lee's like, oh no. <laughs> Poor Lee. We hardly know him and we already feel bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> because I I learned when I had my house built, I have a townhouse and it was a build. And uh, and a friend told me that to plan on moving into the house three months after they install the kitchen cabinets and it was almost to the day and i should have believed her from the beginning because they kept telling me like i had everything packed in december ready to go ready to move because that's what they said and i I didn't end up moving until february 1st (laughs) oh wow they were like oh the move-in will be the first week of december And, and my friend told me he's like have they installed the cabinets yet no they have not <laughs> anyway so that's a that's a tip <laughs> um, but uh but yeah i mean this makes sense especially georgie like she's basically an independent woman at this point like she needs her she's had her own space in the attic but she needs even more and so that's where luke's gonna be i guess in the attic or sleeping right now but uh but anyway uh, it was interesting, all of that. Uh, Tim lets go of his bachelor pad. <laughs> <laughs> what a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm curious, Jess, do you know, uh, so they've had, we've, they've had Georgie supposedly be preparing for the Olympics. Do you have any idea of like kind of equestrian athletes and what 
that is that whole kind of scene is like I really don't um just because I've never like truly competed mm-hmm. um any you know I know there's there's like a whole like big thing like there's rated shows and then there's you know obviously she's doing even more than that because she's been competing overseas I, I think she's probably the right age for like mm-hmm. um doing some of those like higher ranking shows I don't know about the Olympics yeah I always felt like Olympics was more like adult adult writers but I yeah. could be wrong well I did read that that there were it compared to other other sports there were older athletes even some in their 50s and things like that at the Olympics for equestrian yeah yeah that's interesting uh and uh, so yeah so that's this episode it had some pretty good moments uh and it was kind of nice in a way yes they made the wrong decision about phoenix but usually amy is so so perfect with everything that she does that it was in a way kind of nice to have an episode where she makes some poor makes mistakes and has to deal with it and figure it out and so i kind of liked that for her character uh and so, Micah, what would you give this episode 1 to 10? Mm, pretty strong episode. I think I'm going to give it an A, 8.5. Mm-hmm. Oh, we forgot to talk about... Oh, wait, no, that's... Is that next? That's next. Never mind. Oh, no, wait, it is. So we get introduced to June Bartlett in this episode. Um, because Jack takes uh, Luke up to the family cemetery we learn about the name June Bartlett and we're going to get that more coming up, but that's Jack's sister. Um, So Jess, what do you think? One to 10 of this episode. I also gave it an eight. I thought it was a really strong story. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. All right. Uh, so the next episode is called uh, Wild One. And this is where Amy is trying to gentle a wild horse, uh, but uh, sh- it, his, uh, he may not be possible. So in this episode, Amy is trying to gentle a wild horse, but his temperament may prove impossible to work with. Meanwhile, Georgie is dragged to university open house by Peter and ends up face to face with Wyatt after months apart. So Jess, overall, what do you think about this one? I also thought this was a really strong one. Um, I I particularly enjoyed like some of the university scenes because I love Adam and I just think he's a really fun comic relief mm-hmm. character. Um, and, you know, we had more good scenes with Luke as well. And um, yeah, those are my favorite parts. Yeah. What do you think, Micah? Yeah, another strong one. Had a lot of... Um... Uh, classic heartland stuff with the horses i really enjoyed that university stuff was good too i'm glad that we've kind of moved past the stage of like annoying adam you know now <laughs> we can like just like laugh at him you know because yeah. there was like a time there where we like where he was just kind of being annoying so yeah I, I like him though though yeah i agree i think it was a fun episode we get the introduction of sean roberts as sam langston i think is the last name uh and i am a a pretty big uh sean roberts fan he's in one of my favorite uh hallmark movies <laughs> that uh it's an old one um the uh um oh he has a bunch but i love recipe for love that's one of my all-time faves oh, with daniel okay. panabaker 
if you haven't yeah. seen it it's i think he's been up tv that i recognized him from so i was like oh, i can't place him i can't place his face but i know i've seen it oh yeah i he's he's done a lot he's done a lot uh i'm not sure which one would have been up he's in one with alexa Pinavega that's pr- actually pretty good called mismatched um that uh she plays in a, a wedding planner and he's like uh very skeptical on the whole idea of uh big weddings and planning uh overspending and uh you i don't know so they, so they kind of enemies to lovers it's cute it's a cute one he's he's a lot of fun and he basically plays he's the guy that bought big river ranch from the person that tim sold it to and so now he wants one of these horses to be gentled by amy he's kind of pushing her on that and she just really really tries and uh, the horse's name is kaz and amy says she feels like she's breaking kaz's spirit uh, and uh, so and I agree with you guys about Adam. I think that Adam is best not as Georgie's boyfriend as, as the friend role as sort of the snarky sidekick. I think it's just, I'm enjoying him a lot more. Mm-hmm. He's really fun. Um, and we still have Kirk posting trolling uh, about Amy and Ty. And that's frustrating. I, I feel like it wouldn't be as impactful as they make it seem like here uh like one i feel like most people know that oh there's always one kind of troll like that i feel like that wouldn't counteract like literally years of glowing positivity yeah for these people but they seem to make it seem like that and i mean you definitely broke your heart when luke's mom cancels on Mm -hmm. him again oh so sad yeah and but the great conversation between ty and luke about how moms sometimes break promises Mm -hmm. i love that scene that was was, very very beautifully done it was so good it was so good Uh, (laughs) i mean do you remember jess like going to college visits kind of like this um only a few i didn't i don't think i went to that many but yeah i, I vaguely remember it <laughs> <laughs> i never did because i just wanted to go to one school there was not any doubt for me i wanted to go to byu uh it was our church school so that was the big goal i applied to one other school as uh, uh, southern utah uh but i it was absolutely a second choice yeah. I, I i really only had one school i wanted to go to and Thankfully, I got in, so it all worked out. (laughs) 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 Is that something you're looking forward to eventually down the road, uh, Micah? Yeah, I'm I'm excited to get there. Um, A few more years. I'm hoping for um, Ball State, and um, okay, yeah, yeah. uh, That's uh, Muncie, right? Yeah, that's that's in Muncie. Um, That's what I'm hoping for. And then there's a few other ones, but I do want to stay like near where i'm at because i don't want to like move super far away like yeah. i want to stay somewhat close you know yeah mm-hmm. sure yeah i i don't know if you knew that i i lived in i served my mission for my church in indiana so and i mm-hmm. uh, i was at um purdue campus for a big part of it and i was at um uh at bloomington just for a little bit so they so i kind of got to spend time on both of those on iu and at, at uh purdue and then in uh, Indianapolis there's IUP PUI I think that's where I went yeah oh you did yeah yeah oh, oh I forgot both of you are for me yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> you think of that <laughs> it's just an Indiana party right now we're celebrating yeah. <laughs> I'm an honorary Hoosier that's right we'll, we'll, we'll adopt it. <laughs> <laughs> yes I lived there for almost two years it counts <laughs> so yeah so Georgie sees Wyatt and I guess, the, you know, things didn't really end well. They both say they moved on. Um, but there's obviously something there. I do think they have pretty good chemistry. Uh, and I thought the whole scene with them, all three of them climbing the the wall, the rock wall was pretty fun. <laughs> that made yeah. me laugh. 
because have you ever done one of those rock walls jess a few times yeah i've only done it once and it was so much harder than it looks. i know it's, it's a lot harder than you think it's gonna be yeah yeah um michael what do you think of the whole thing with jack and the heartland beef ads oh yeah <laughs> that, that was that, funny that was very funny like and um yeah tim was pretty tim was pretty funny too i found myself laughing at him so yeah and i liked how they described mitch like an actor pretending to be like a bee farmer or whatever mm-hmm. i feel like they were yeah. doing like kevin mcgarry shout out kind of at that yeah yeah <laughs> well and they they act like he had some say in it like they took the photos and just used the the one i mean why wouldn't you want to have jack as your right? spokesperson i mean of course <laughs> although it would probably be tempting to have to have kevin mccary too <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh and so we also there's a whole scene where georgie sees peter kissing jen and he's just kind of like, I don't even know what this relationship is right now. But he says that uh, you should be the one to tell uh, her about your summer plans. And I should be the one to tell her about Jen. And it is surprising that Georgie would want to give up competing just after she's just come back from this huge thing in Europe. Yeah, I didn't yeah. understand that. Yeah. I think they, so I've actually seen this entire season. I think they go into it um, in the next couple episodes. I feel like, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the reason, actually. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they do go go into it. Yeah. Um, we also have Amy getting frustrated with Luke and saying uh, to Ty, well, you better talk with him because I you have a connection we don't and ty says you're better at this than you think um but i do think that there is some truth to that that there sometimes is just like natural chemistry between family members that's stronger than others like that and and you go through i think phases too where you're like at least in my family where you're like super tight with maybe one i mean i've uh, from family of six so I'll go through phases. I mean, I'm never like ostracized from anybody in my family, but like there'll be times when I have like a super close connection, real chemistry with a particular person. And then other times when it's a little bit harder. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that, Micah? Yeah, I do think there's some truth to that. You're going to have different uh, chemistry with different people. I I like, because we don't see Amy often in this type of role you know typically she's out working with the horses so I'm glad she got some time to kind of like show her like motherly side you know just because mm-hmm. we don't do that often so I really did like that but yeah I think it was understandable her being a little bit jealous of like how close Ty and Luke are but she also has to understand that Ty used to like be Luke like right. that yeah and yeah but you know it, it's it's hard no matter what but I like that for Amy Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also nice because Amy's usually so perfect and great at everything. That <laughs> it's 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 nice, and I mean, of course, little Lindy is just the most adorable thing ever. Uh, but uh, this is you know a little bit harder, uh, and you know, first he fights back with her and says, "I don't need your help, so leave me alone," and then he says, "I miss my mom." And we find out that he's never had a bedroom all to himself. And so that's when she brings Remy in, which was so cute. <laughs> it was adorable. And, uh, and then he says, I'm sorry I got mad at you. <laughs> and you have cats, right, Jess? You know, yeah, I have one cat, yeah. One cat, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, this was a peak Remy moment for the show i think it's really good um, so uh and then peter says to georgie thank you for being so mature about this uh and georgie says less is probably more in this situation <laughs> uh, which i think that peter had and 
Jen have nice chemistry. What do you think, Jess? I think so. I mean, just from yeah, the the brief um time we saw them, I, I yeah, think they do. They they seem to work well together. Yeah. We also find out that evidently the focus group says Tim does not have a trustworthy face, and I <laughs> laughed at that. <laughs> and Jack says Jack is so nice in this scene. He's, Jack says. Over the years, you proved otherwise to the people who actually matter. He says, I'm not enjoying it at all. (laughs) It's really good. But we find out that, so Ty sells his motorcycle uh, in order to uh, have the money to help uh, with the house, build the house. And since I... And so then, and then Georgie's going to go on a road trip with Wyatt and Adam. And you, and then this cute little scene at the end with uh, Amy camping out with Ty. That was really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, what would you give Jess this episode one to 10? I gave this one a seven and a half. So still very strong. I like the first one a little bit more, which is why I just put it just under. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Well, what do you think, Micah? Yeah, I'm going to agree with those. 7.5. Um, yeah, not as strong as the premiere, but there were still some good moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our next episode is called Rearview Mirror, and this is Jack is faced with painful memories from his past and the families at a loss on how to help him. So this is where we get, if we find out more about Jack's sister, June. And whenever they can tie back into sort of this family emotion uh, that I think it really, really works well for the show. I thought this episode was very strong. And I, I think that it helps by the fact that young Jack is played by, uh, by the son of uh, Sean Johnston. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that way Shay Johnston. And so that chemistry and that believability just feels there um what do you think uh what do you think micah about that yeah everything with um jack this episode was really well done um i wonder if they had this idea all along to write this in eventually i mean it is kind of late 13 seasons in but still um really really well done all the flashbacks were, were really good so yeah i mean it is kind of shocking when he gets so mad at little luke uh, for you know grabs that hat bat hot hat box and storms off him that's such untypical behavior for him mm-hmm. that it was kind of surprising yeah and i i don't know i just thought I, I teared up i thought everything really worked and i thought the acting was very strong and i don't know what do you think jess yeah i would say like for me um the jack storyline was the strongest part of this episode yeah. Although I do remember, I feel like when I first saw this season, I did feel like it came a little out of left field because I don't think we've ever heard any mention like of his sister. Yeah, that's fair. For 13 yeah. seasons. But I mean, they did kind of explain it like, you know, Amy made a comment, you don't even talk about it with us or whatever. So mm-hmm. we kind of were able to, to explain that. Um, but yeah, I definitely felt it was like a very, very touching and emotional storyline um, and how it connected with like Georgie wanting to help with um the hay yeah he was so like against it as well and this this is directed by uh, megan follows who of course has played lily on the show in the past and uh and so that's kind of interesting but uh, i think it was such a brilliant choice to have have uh shay play i mean the actual son of sean johnston play young jack it it made it feel all the more immersive it really worked and yeah you have basically caleb and ty helping with the bailing and uh and so uh and so georgie offers to help but jack is hesitant about that it seems a little hard to believe again that this wouldn't have come up much sooner because this is a (laughs) yearly activity that has to be done it's not like it's something new and i i didn't really understand exactly what it was that so she gets her so june gets her foot caught and 
she's just banged around too much and that kills her yeah i'm wondering i mean maybe if there was like a rock or something that she hit her head on while she was being like drug around Mm -hmm. they didn't really show anything like that but that would have been like my my theory and Mm -hmm. it just yeah caused some sort of internal bleeding yeah the the one child casting that i you know like i said normally the child casting is is impeccable on this show but i have to say i'm not loving the new katie yeah i i like the other one better oh there was another one (laughs) yeah there was another one it's been a really long time since i've watched and there's more to come oh there are okay (laughs) that's good to know but basically she's she's having a struggle with luke uh she gets upset about luke leaving his toothbrush and she's just kind of rude Uh, and it kind of makes sense i remember when my my cousin came to live with us when i was in middle school and it was definitely hard for me to have him like i probably could have been kinder but you know i was in middle school so what did you do was that age it's tough to share your space with somebody new and uh so i i can understand why she's struggling with that mm-hmm. yeah i know i think that's very understandable mm-hmm. and uh and she you know she says i have to live in the nursery and he gets the he gets georgie's old room in the attic and so you can see why she would be kind of upset. Um, we also have Jade entering a roping competition and she has this horse Ringo that she buys, but then gets really upset in the box. And uh, Mike, what do you think about this part of the story with Jade? Yeah, I just feel bad for Jade. I just feel like she has such bad luck. literally like last season like she fell and got a concussion and now Mm -hmm. her horse won't rope i I do feel bad for her and also i don't know i just feel like it's so sad that um people do stuff to these horses you know and most of the time they don't get away with it it just i just do think it's sad Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like it's a common thing in like the horse industry like people do like lie to sell their horses and and all that stuff so if anything this is a nice like little like you know public mm-hmm. service announcement to anyone buying a horse you know make sure you do your pre-purchase exam get it checked out by the vet because you never know like if somebody's trying to sell you something that's you know got some mm-hmm. hidden injury or something like that yeah it's amazing that they can even change the blood work and everything uh they can through i guess she's this person sedates the horses uh, and that's it they're able to hide these vertebrae vertebrae problem that the horse has but then they're able to do like the massage uh but yeah it's amazing that they can literally change i mean i guess like anything else you can dope uh you can dope to hide things but i don't know it's just amazing how like they can even make them pass all the tests and everything like that Mm -hmm. and uh uh, like I said, we have Luke. He tells Jack, I won't go there ever again. And then Jack apologizes for Lucian's temper. Um, but he's upset because he made a deal with June. If she fixed his horse, he'd take her to the Grand Ole Opry. And then she ends up having this accident. Um, and it's, you know, it's very, very painful. Um, uh, Caleb uh catches this guy this jamie in the act of drugging the horses uh and so he basically says you got to give the money back to jade um and you got to stop doing what you're doing um what did you think jess about lou and mitch in this episode oh goodness (laughs) i was annoyed um (laughs) honestly like Lou's character has annoyed me for a while and I just feel like it's the way they've written her as this like super like well before this she was like so hot and cold all the time um and then now that like they're just acting like children I'm like come on be adults like 
Yeah. Well, they our actions are speaking louder than our words, and he's like sneaking in, and I mean, it just seemed ridiculous when everybody in the family knows that they're right. like dating. He, she literally broke up his wedding. I mean, it's not like some secret. Or she tried. She was going to break up his wedding. Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty racy for a show like Heartland, though, to have yeah to have her him sneaking in like that at night. I did think that too. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So then, uh, we have the whole scene with them on the bailing. Uh, thing and jack takes over the driving for georgie he says end of discussion um and you see the whole scene with young jack getting the notice about june and uh uh so yeah it's tough and he and then jack old jack says the reason june died was my fault and that's kind of where we leave the episode um but um uh, we also have Mitch t- saying to Lou, we should move in together. And I think the problem with all of Lou's relationships is they don't allow them to sort of grow organically. Like we have, we have only seen, I think, Mitch and Lou go on one date and it didn't go well when they first met each other. Um, and it was the same way with Peter. They were fighting and fighting and um, we never really got to see sort of their relationship grow. All of a sudden they're married and still fighting and fighting, fighting. Um, and uh, I, I wish that we got, uh, they give all of the positive relationships to Amy and mm-hmm. it would be nice if we got a relationship with her that started with like a meet cute and then they got to know each other and went on some dates and then became more serious. And then, you know, just went through that process as opposed to like always being this kind of, will they, won't they never really dating. And then all of a sudden they're basically (laughs) getting married. (laughs) Well, I think in the books, I believe Lou actually ends up with Scott. I see that makes the most sense. And I don't understand. I even asked Michelle Morgan why, they did that why they made that choice early on to not have her be with scott i don't understand why she said she didn't know <laughs> so, yeah, I, feel like, I feel like i remember being really mad about that i'm like she's supposed to be with scott yeah <laughs> i don't know mike what do you think about that um i don't know i just think it's still weird to me how mitch like lily called off his wedding for yeah. Lou, now they're like moving in together. It just weirds me out. They did that uh, girl so dirty last season, and and yeah, I don't know. It feels like a little bit late in the game for like Lou and Mitch at this point. Like, how many seasons have have they been on and off? Like, it's been a while. Yeah, like three, three seasons at this point. Um, I mean, I do think they still have good chemistry, so that's not the problem. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just I don't know. I hope there's some good progress. Like with, with I mean, them, you know. I- I guess my point is that they were never really on, you know, like they've been on and off, but mostly off. Like, mm-hmm. They, they barely dated. And they, they, I don't know. It's just a weird, it's a weird way they keep doing these relationships. <laughs> but Katie says that uh, she uh, knows Mitch is Lou's boyfriend is her mom's boyfriend. They're busted, which is funny. <laughs> Because of all the kissy emojis. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, I mean, but Katie asked Georgie for a writing lesson. And uh, so that should be fun. That'd be cute with the sisters uh, riding together. And and then, of course, we see Amy and Jade winning at the roping because Amy is just the best at everything with horses. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> whatever the doesn't even need to practice because she can just go in there and win it (laughs) (laughs) but i actually really like this episode i thought it was very moving the i the whole young jack really worked for me um so i'm gonna give this a pretty high score i'm gonna give it an 8.5 i really thought it was strong um yeah what do you think jess 
I didn't like it as much as you. I really liked the Jack stuff, um, yeah. but the, I didn't really care as much for the horse storyline or, you know, Lou and Mitch. So I gave it a six because I still thought it was a solid episode. Just mm-hmm. didn't love like all of the storylines. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Micah? I'm going to give it an eight. The Jack stuff like really uh, carried it for me. So Yeah. It does what the show does so well as far as emotion and family and uh, I think that also I really appreciate that this show um, has cowboys, a traditionally masculine figure that have emotional scenes and and um, that they don't go the sort of hyper-masculinity kind of route mm-hmm. uh, for their characters. These are, you know, fully fleshed out I mean, by 13 seasons, she should be. But even from the even from the beginning, I appreciate that the male characters are, uh, aside from maybe Tim. Tim's the only one that's kind of the, the, the misogynist of the, of the group, I guess. But um, he even has his moments. Uh, but I just really like the way they write the male characters for this show, especially the fact that they're cowboys, which would be an archetypical kind of macho type of a a role so anyway when you have stories like this and i think sean johnson is a really good actor oh, yeah. um, and it was fun to see his son in this um so there we go we did it all Woo! three episodes <laughs> so thank you so much to both of you for coming on it was so fun to hear your perspective i hope that you both come on uh, for future episodes and um jess where can people find you online um, you can find me at Jess BSW blog on Instagram and Twitter. Great. And Micah, what about you? And people can find me at, at Dazzit Micah on um, Instagram and Twitter. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also make sure you're following the podcast, All Murky's Pod, All Murky's Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews, five stars. It really helps us a lot. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the episode a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is a lot of fun and our merch store, which has Heartland inspired merch. So be sure to check that out. And uh, thanks so much to both of you. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.